I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Episode 11, The Dating Class with Israel Ironsteen. You're listening to The Race for the Ring, a podcast about dating in the digital decade. I am your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm a PR queen, a published inspirational author, motivational speaker, mom, and dating diva. Each week, I'll have a special guest dish dating dilemmas and delights with me, and together we'll maneuver how to play the game, not get played, and claim the most prized possession, self-love. Ready, set, go. Israel is an international dating coach. He is a certified dating coach and founder of the Dating Academy. He was raised in an extremely religious Orthodox community, which saw total separation of the genders. Upon leaving the community at age 29, Israel had to learn to date from the ground up. And since that time, he's devoted his life to the subject of dating and social interaction. So welcome to the Race for the Ring. Welcome, Indy. Thank you. So happy to have you. So what this episode is a little different than some of the other ones. Obviously, I've interviewed people um, for the most part who are single. We talk about their dating woes and dating triumphs. Um, So we're going to talk to you specifically about what we can do right on a date. But I have to ask, are you single or are you in a relationship or what's your status? So it's a scary word to say, but I am in a relationship. Uh, So that's the official status. Okay. Uh, but I've been single for a long time, so I'm I'm actually happy about that. Good, good. Okay. So tell us, everybody listening, like, what's a dating coach? Who needs a dating coach? Um, and what exactly is the Dating Academy? So what's a dating coach? I think that this, this uh, word is so widespread. Everyone does different things and call themselves dating coaches. But the way I see a dating coach is just similar to a coach of any other subject. So if somebody was to want to improve their tennis game, they'll hire a tennis coach. So uh, dating is a skill. It's a combination of several social skills and conversation skills, body language, mindset, confidence, and a uh, dating coach can help improve all of those. So that's generally speaking, what's a dating coach? Who needs a dating coach? I would say everyone, but not everyone actually uh, uses a dating coach. Uh, Why am I saying everyone? Because who needs who needs uh, a tennis coach? Anyone who wants to get better. So if someone is very happy with their dating life, they probably don't need to get better. But if somebody feels like, well, something is missing or I need some advice, some help, that's where a dating coach comes into play. Uh, what's the dating academy? So what we've done is a group of professionals that actually 
have a method where we almost like check the boxes of what's the first thing you need to do, which is be prepared for dating. So everything you need to do in terms of your confidence and being ready to date. And then what are, you know, what do you need to do to get the dates or whether it's putting yourself out there or whatever technical for each person where they are, what they need to do. And then mm -hmm. the actual uh, first date, second date, uh, we actually go out with the client or so go to a bar and, and observe the body language and give oh, advice. Oh, really? You actually so, go, you go on a date with a person? You just like sit like afar, like incognito, so the, uh, the person's date doesn't know you're there? That as well, yeah. So we do oh, wow, that's uh, interesting. three things. Yeah, three things out in the live. One is we'll go out to a bar and just hang out. So if it's a male client, I'll encourage the person to approach and, and help with the uh, alleviating approach anxiety. If it's a female client, we'll basically observe body language, make sure they radiate the correct body language, if, uh, open enough, but not too open. So, you know, it depends on what the person is looking for. But for the most part, those sessions people feel are, are so uh, valuable to them. Then we also do mock dates where we have somebody from the team meet the person for what is a date, even though they both know it's not a real date. There's so much to learn from that because eventually the, the certain, some of the things come up and yeah. you, it's very easy to help them later. And also, yes, I do sit at the other side of the bar or the coffee shop and observe a date and able to give feedback. And uh, sometimes I even go to the other person later and say, by the way, I'm helping the other person. I just want to hear your feedback. How did you feel on this date? So it depends on oh, the situation, right? That's so, interesting. Yeah. So what I are some of the things the you thing. observed, Israel? Like, what are some, I mean, without, I'm sure there's like so many things you can list, but if you had to pick oh. like your top, maybe three um, mistakes that you've seen that needed some work, um, I guess for guys or girls, doesn't matter which, what would they be? Like, what would you say? So on a first date, I would say, so I like to, not focus on the mistake, but focus on the correct way. And you actually mentioned that. Let's pick it on the positive. So have a plan. Have uh, What am I doing at this date? It's not just talking for talking. It's understanding that a date has a beginning, a middle, and an end. And mm -hmm. knowing where you are and where the other person is. So one of the things uh, I work with my clients is the progression of the courtship which is something that's gonna take a lot of time to talk about, but in very short, it starts social, then it comfort with two people are comfortable with each other, then there's a connection that's being built, and then if everything goes right, there's intimacy. So knowing where you are and knowing where the person across the table from you is really helps with adjusting the topic of conversation, the body language, the, the way you talk, even, touching, flirting, everything has to match where everyone feels and everyone has to be on the same page. I think it sounds very difficult, but it's not. Once you learn, it's like riding a bike and it makes the date so much more fun. Oh, that's the cool. Other so you actually help them kind of read people a little bit better in terms of like, so they can kind of figure out where their mindset might be so right. that they can not necessarily be someone they're not, but sort of compliment where the, the person is that they're courting, whether it's a guy or a girl, might be in, in their own lane, quote unquote. Is that right? Yes, yes. They have to be congruent. They have to know where they are. So there's three entities. There is the guy, the girl, if it's a heterosexual relationship, it could right. be two guys, but there's right. two people. And then there is the date. The date has its own energy. It has its own um, momentum. So you have to be aware where the date is, where you are and where the other person is, and 
not only adjust to where you want to be or make sure you're on the same page, but also move it along. So the day doesn't start and end and nothing ever happened. People, so I'll give you an example. You could drive around Manhattan hoping to see Times Square. And maybe after driving for a while, you'll bump into it. Or you can have directions and you know, okay, somebody could tell you, you go here, then you make a right, then you make a left and you hit Times Square. Being on a date when you know where you're heading makes it so much easier, so much pleasant. It takes out this guessing game. So that's going to be one. It's probably really less. Good... So it also probably takes out stress too, not to interrupt you, right? For the yes. person that you're helping. Yeah. I'll tell Go you. Ahead. Even... I'm sorry. What were you going to say? Yeah. One of the. Yeah. No, thank you. I don't know. It's actually helpful what you're saying because I'm in one train of thought and then you, you open it up from, from, from the listener side and I love it. Uh, from one of the things that we get on a date is sometimes we look at the other person and a yes, no. Does that person like me? Does they not? And sometimes if I feel in a certain place and that person is not really there, I'm like, ah, oh, that person doesn't like me. And then everything kind of like, you know, the momentum, you lose momentum. But if you look at the date as not a yes, no, but you look at it as a progressive, almost like a spectrum, like it could be from one to 10. So it could be at a two out of three. So let's say if I'm at five and the other person is not as excited, it doesn't mean they don't want anything. doesn't mean they don't like me. doesn't mean they don't want the date. They're just not at five yet. Maybe they're at three. So looking mm -hmm. at it, not as he, does he like me, does he not? Does she like me, does she not? Just look at it like, okay, where is the other person feeling about me? And then it's like, okay, it's still on the lower part. Okay, that's great. You know, we can work further rather than saying, well, that person doesn't like me as much as I do and it's over. So I think that's very helpful. Do you think if someone's at a three and another person's at a five, they'll ever meet at the five? For sure. The, the, the trick is for the five to go down to the three. You can't stay at five and try to pull the person up because they'll feel the disconnect. You have yeah. to, so for example, if you just met, but you already feel comfortable, but the other person is still uptight. You can't just feel more and more comfortable and tell the other person feel comfortable because they won't. Yeah. You have to basically slow it down, go back to talk a bit more like you would talk to somebody you don't know. Just step back uh -huh. a little bit. Don't, don't act to that person as if you know them for 30 years because they're not there. So, and mm -hmm. that sometimes takes five minutes. Sometimes it can take two dates, depends on the people and then the background and how they got introduced. And, and so I think it's always important to go back to the level where the other person is and just get comfortable together. And then you go up. Same thing with the connection and definitely with intimacy. That's for sure. If one person is not ready for intimacy, I wouldn't recommend for the other person to keep trying intimacy. Just go back, build no, more connection. Right. Yeah. Right. Because that's a turn off. And it's almost like, you know, that's the only reason why you're dating me is because you want to like sleep oh, with yeah. me. My, is there um, is there any timeline that you would recommend um, or in terms of that, like that often comes up in conversation amongst me and my girlfriends when we're out for drinks or whatever, like. You know, I, 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 it takes me a while to get comfortable to get like intimate with somebody because I like to feel connected to them. Um, but then I have other friends that don't necessarily need that. And they're like, why not? Like, you should be doing this with everyone, Mindy, what's wrong with you? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I yeah. guess it depends on the person and there's no right or wrong, you know, answer, but as a dating coach, what would you say is the, is the better option? Right. So as a dating coach. I would speak to the person and, and give them a little bit more tools to evaluate what's the right situation for everything. But I don't tell people what to do. Some it's, it's a, almost like a, it's very individual, but I would say right. this for someone who doesn't want to, let's call it jump into bed and they want to slow it down because they want to make sure that there is more uh, substance to the relationship. I would give that one tip, make sure there's constant progress. So the other person feels that you are getting closer. If, 
So if date one ended and you didn't even kiss, that's okay. But if you still don't kiss at date two, the guy's going to lose interest. So do one. Yeah. And then if date two you kiss, but you're still not ready to go anything further, give them something so that they feel progression. If you can't do anything more than that because you don't feel ready, at least talk about it. But if you just ignore and, and it is the plateau in progression, that could, that could be a biggest mm-hmm. turnoff for the other side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about sexting? What do you think about that when the guy tries to do that? Do you think that that's a good idea? I oh, think. How do you handle that if you don't want to sex back, but you don't want to look like you're, you know, prude? Yeah, so there, there could be a reason why you weren't going to I'm asking. I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, what if you do want to sex back, but you you don't want to ruin the uh, possibility of a more of a substantial substance relationship, right? You want something more real. You feel like if you're right. going to go sex quickly. So I'll tell you what I say. Right. About I that. mean, like. This, this, sorry to interrupt, but just to clarify, like a sexting situation that arose before intimacy. So, I mean, once right. I, once someone would be intimate, then I mean, whatever, whatever with that. But For like, sure. I'm saying before. Right. Okay. Go ahead. I'm listening. Yeah. So what I would <laughs> say <laughs> is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> when a guy is sexting, you have to basically, if, if, if it's not warranted basically if you feel that during this progression this is a little bit out of line right then sometimes it's a red flag that the guy is giving you a a hidden message that's saying hey all i want is just to have fun but sometimes it could mean like by the way i'm interested in you i just i don't want to just be in the friendship so you have to think where is that person coming from so if there was a lot of flirting and now the guy is trying to take it to another level and you feel that it's prematurely and you want something more real, I would recommend bringing that up and saying something like, hey, Mike, um, I like you and this is progressing really well. Uh, You're coming up with now something that's a little bit more than what I feel comfortable, makes me think whether you're looking at this relationship as something super fun and very short or you see it as something a bit more uh, relationship oriented, can you clarify? And then what you're going to get is sometimes the guy is going to say, you know, I actually do look at it very serious. I'm just saying it because it's fun. Or the person can say, listen, I'm so sorry I brought that up. We're actually not ready for this yet. You know, let's continue a bit more. Let's build a bit more chemistry, a bit more, get to know each other. Or the guy will say, listen, actually, I'm not looking for anything serious. So I think asking that question, and I love to end it with, can you clarify? So it's very open-ended. Let that person say, it's not a yes or no question. And, and it's not putting the person in any corner. We're just saying, my impression was that this is going very well. My impression was that this had potential to have a real relationship. You're doing insert, you know, whatever he puts, whatever he does, whether it's sexting or doing anything else that is uh, intimate, but prematurely, like trying to kiss too early or asking you to come up to his apartment on the first date, if you feel like it's too early, you just bring that up and say, well, now that you ask me to come up, I'm, I'm thinking that maybe you're not really looking for the same thing. So can you clarify? And then you get a real- Got it. How about, how about let me ask you this. How about um, like a dating profile? Is there any do's or don'ts that you would say, um, I mean, I'm probably, I'm sure you could probably think of a million, but if like your top maybe two or three do's and don'ts for a dating profile. My top one do's and don'ts is don't say it, show it, right? So instead of saying that you, uh, let's say, for example, that you love eating organic and and living healthy, just put in there that um, every Sunday you go to the farmer's market 
and that you go to three mm. boxes a week. So just give give it in a story and let the person say, oh, that person is, you know, they like this, they like that. Not just saying, I like something. Just tell a little bit more mm -hmm. of a story and let the other person realize that this is who you are based on that story. And okay. I would like pictures. With the pictures, try to give a representation of who you are. So definitely a good close-up face pay picture, definitely a good body picture. But if you're if if there's a picture that says who you are, either at work or the, or socially, then I would make sure mm -hmm. to have that. I would maybe put three or four pictures, but make sure that one, you know, most of them I'm alone, one of them I'm with friends. One maybe if I'm wearing a suit and tie to work every day, maybe I'll put one from work um, or whatever the uniform I'm, I'm using. How I how do I look on my work time? How do I look on my alone time, right? So if I play basketball, maybe I'll have a picture like that. Or if I go hiking, I'll have a picture outdoors. So something that says who you mm -hmm. are. And, and I'd love just a little bit of a variety and make sure the picture mm -hmm. is a good quality picture. Regarding to what's in the picture, think about like almost like an Instagram picture. They're good. Make sure your picture is a quality okay. picture. I guess that, yeah, that's important. So it's blurry. It's not blurry or whatever. Right. Yeah, that makes perfect right. sense. So um, we're wrapping up. Unfortunately, we're running out of time. And I usually ask my my uh, guests like some dating advice, but I want to know from you a little bit about how, like, is it, do you only service the New York area? Do you work with people all over the country? And how, do, how can people find you if they want more information on your dating expertise? All right. As so, you all um, race for the ring. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I can help you race for the ring. So I am based out of New York and I meet people in New York, but also obviously through uh, Skype and, and FaceTime and all that stuff with Zoom. Uh, the best way to reach me is to go to the website, thedatingacademy.com. And I have flown around. So, you know, I had clients who flew me to Chicago. I had clients who flew me to California. So I've had people say, I need you to come over for a weekend because I want you to go out. So then we'll arrange a lot of it in that, in that weekend. Uh, but a lot of work could be done. Most of the deeper work, conversation skills, body language, confidence, mindset, understanding courtship, understanding where it starts, what it does. So basically breaking it down, it's so helpful and that most of it can be done on, uh, on Skype. Okay, awesome. And that's sort of the way of the world right now anyway. So that's great. So I have a proposition for you because I would love you to analyze me for fun um, and have you come back on maybe in like a couple of weeks uh, or in a month and you could do a dive into me and pick me apart for everyone to listen to. Oh my God. I don't necessarily think I want to bring you on a date. No offense, but I don't even know if I'm going on any anytime soon because of our, you know, lockdown. But maybe we could just sort of like figure it out. Well, we'll have to talk offline. And we'll see if uh, if I think that would make for a fun episode. That's why I think I cool. think so. I think. I think we can do something fun. I think we can do something that you're going to love it. It's going to be a little bit of fun and other people will learn from okay. it. So sounds good. Okay, Awesome. All right. That sounds good. All right. I'll reach out to you and we'll set up a time to talk. Thank you so much. And I, I really hope that the ladies and gentlemen listening got a little bit of information to incorporate into their life and definitely check out Israel. He's awesome. Okay. All right. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to The Race for the Ring. If you liked today's episode, please write us a review. They can make or break a good podcast just like a dull dude can be the kiss of death to a date. I'll catch you next week. And in the meantime, be sure to say hi and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. 
My handles and contacts are in the show notes. It's been my pleasure to have you along for today's dating debate. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.